0: What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon, from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth.
1: So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, is a 12 week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife, this is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship.
0: And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. And we also have
1: The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries and I'm super grateful but I'm still grieving the process of healing and this is part of the process in this book you have devotionals you have prayers and you have some ponderings and in between these pages you there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own or maybe you want to write something in these books this is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together
0: and you guys can just head over to kingdom servants first Kingdom Servants, the number one, ST.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless. <music> Welcome, family, to another. Baking Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that we will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Baking Bit Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. I love talking about the subject of balance, man. I just want people to have a whole life, not just a piece of a life. I wanted you to have everything that you were intended to have by God. Uh, The name of this podcast for today is Financial Basics. I believe everybody should have uh, their finances in order. I don't believe everybody's going to be rich, but I truly believe, truly believe that everybody should be debt free and be have financial freedom. And what that looks like to everybody will be different. But there are some basics that I would love for everybody to have and not have to struggle And uh, we'll be starting off with tracking your finances for the next 30 days. So this is one of those things that you don't have to uh, do anything drastic on the first uh, part of trying to figure out your finances and getting everything in order and and seeing how much you need. Uh, The first thing we got to do is seeing what kind of tracking system do you have and where you're spending your money. Because if people have no idea where they're spending their money, It'll be a lot of frustration, heartache, and pain. So I would love for you guys to first learn how to track your finances for 30 days, your spending habits, what you have coming in, what you have going out. Uh, This podcast means the world to me because I know we have uh, new graduates from high school that college is not their thing. Uh, We have people that are getting off drugs and alcohol and have totally mismanaged their money. Uh, we have couples that are just getting into a relationship, uh, and want to get married. And so we always have to understand like, man, what do you do with the financial situation? Because, you know, we've been told 50% of uh, marriages end in divorce because of finances. And a lot of people, you know, it's a very frustrating thing for people to, uh, handle their finances, to deal with their finances, to know how much you need to survive, how much you would like to have. Uh, to sit down and actually study yourself and see what would you really love to have, where do you need to be to feel comfortable, and how long is it going to take. But in order for us to do that, there are some basic things that we have to cover that's extremely important, and that is tracking your finances for the first 30 days. And when I say I want you to, for the 30 days to write down everything that you spend and everything you got coming in for 30 days. And that's everything, whether that's, you know, your mortgage payment or your rent, whether that's your auto insurance, health insurance, uh, out of product, out of pocket, excuse me, <laughs> medical costs. It has so much to do with your life insurance. I hope you have life insurance. That is one of the tremendous things that people need to have. If you want to increase your net worth uh, by a whole lot, I would highly suggest that you get some life insurance, man. Extremely a great way to uh, increase your net worth quickly and efficiently. Uh, your electric bills, man, we got to understand, like, how is that electricity running? And why does this mean so much, man? Because people have a frustration. A frustration. I mean, a terrible frustration with people that are around them that are always constantly asking and begging for money. And when you don't have anything to be a blessing with somebody with, because you're mismanaging your money, it's, it's really frustrating, man. So tracking your, uh, water bill. If you have a water bill, uh, groceries and restaurants, you know, we always go love going out to eat. Uh, I think I've told you guys before that I had to tell my wife about my side chick, which is Wendy's. Uh, I love going there. Uh, that's one of the, that's one of my spots. I know I can go to get a, a meal that I like and, but that stuff adds up after, you know, amount of time. So groceries, uh, toiletries are a big one, you know, all of our hygiene products. And a lot of times we don't track uh, how much we spend on whether it's makeup or cosmetics or uh, hair care products or whatever that may be. So that stuff really adds up after a while. So you definitely wanna uh, take heed to that. Uh, Your current payment, you know, if you have a current payment, you know, how much are you paying? Uh, how much is the insurance, you know, what is the maintenance on the, the car? Cause you want to understand, uh, how much it takes to keep a car running and running very good. You know, what's the gas prices y'all know, we've been having a lot of gas prices going all over the place. And so you want to make sure you have enough money for that. So public transportation, whether, you know, you don't have a car, whether it's the uh, your internet service, uh, cell phone bill, man, there's a lot to take into consideration. Because, man, I'm telling you, one of the number one things that stress people out is finances. And if you can get that thing in order, man, it's going to make you feel so very good. And I love telling people I I usually spend about 15 to 20 minutes every day of my day. First thing in the morning, usually seeing what bills cleared, which ones didn't uh, uh, when I'm getting paid and things of that nature. And then once that 20 minutes is over. For the next 23 hours and 40 minutes of my day, the last thing I think about is, is money. So man, tracking your finances for 30 days is a beautiful thing because it keeps you uh, calm. It keeps you knowing because one of the things that people always tell me that they have a fear of is fear of the unknown. So when you know where your money is going and you know what you got coming in, that is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Because it helps you from stop stressing, 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 having anxiety, uh, worry that doesn't need to be there because you know exactly what's going on with your finances. So 30 days of tracking your finances is a phenomenal thing. And then it's this other thing that people don't want to do. But man, please do this for me because I hate people stressing over money. Pull up your credit report. That's a big one for a lot of people. Because when they see that score, it's shocking. When they see that score, it's disappointing. Uh, For those who work on their finances, it's a beautiful feeling. Uh, I've been there and done that. Uh, Had to file for bankruptcy back in 2007. And it was one of the most humiliating things in the world because I had good money coming in. I was working two jobs and still was mismanaging my money so badly that I had to end up filing for bankruptcy. So I totally understand for those of you that... Uh, have mismanaged money, uh, whether you've blown it, drugs and alcohol, whether you've just blown it from just uh, overspending in your life. Man, I've totally been there and done that. But I can gladly say to you this day that I'm working at on an 800 credit score and not to brag, but just to let you know that you can go from filing for bankruptcy to getting a phenomenal credit score. So with the hard work and the things that I'm going to be asking you to do to get your finances in order, We're going to work on getting that credit score as high as we can possibly get it. But it calls for you first to pull a credit report. And on that credit report, you're going to see some things that's on there that that you didn't put on there. So that's the beauty of knowing that you can always put a report into the credit bureau and let them know, you know, what things that you need to take off your credit report so that they can take off uh, and add on a few points. Excuse me. There are some things on there you can go to the credit people that you have credit discrepancies with and, and do some of the things that most people wouldn't do. One of the greatest things that I did as a person that was truly trying to get their credit back in order was I called credit card places and let them know, you know what? I was young. I was stupid. I was making some uh, just drastic, stupid decisions when I was running my credit. And I would like to see if you guys can do anything to help me bring my credit uh credit debt down, credit payment of how much I owed, And you know, a lot of them would actually cut my uh, bill in half because I called them and admitted to them that I was making stupid decisions. Now, we're not going to, all of them didn't do that. Let me let you know that for a fact. All of them didn't do that. But the fact that I had three credit card companies cut the bill in half just because I admitted my stupidity, uh, my self-inflicted nonsense, seeing as I call it, uh, and they helped me out with getting my uh, finances in order. So whatever you can do to get that credit score fixed, man, we're gonna work on that. So part of that is pulling your credit report, whether that's with Equifax or TransUnion. Uh if you pull it up on your phone for some uh banks, they actually have your FICO score on your uh bank account. So you can always pull up your uh credit that way. But man, please family, get that credit score in order. So when you get that credit score in order, you start tracking your finances man when I say it's gonna make you feel so good to know where you're at because a lot of people stress is once again fear of the unknown they don't know where their credit score is at they don't know how much they owe people and they don't know where their money is going but once you start taking 30 days to invest in you every broadcast we talk about is gonna be talking about investing in you when you invest in you Take charge of your finances. You're going to be such a blessing to those that are around you. You're going to be such a blessing to yourself because you are going to be less stressed, less worried and have less anxiety about your financial situation by doing the things that you need to do to get your finances in order. So those are just two things that can help with your credit and help with your finances. Because, man, a fifth of your life. Think about it, guys. It's with finances. You know, uh, I think about how much I've been able to pay less to different credit uh, places because the the credit score was up. And also, when you get a loan, they will give you a way better rate if you have a better credit score than if you don't. So one of the things that you want to work on is your credit score because it helps you get better loans at a lower rate and they will give you a a bigger uh, credit line if you have good credit. So that's one of the things you want to think about when you're getting your credit fixed. is like, man, look at all the things that I'll be able to do. If you're trying to start a business, if your personal personal credit is good, it helps you with your business credit. So you want to think about all those things as you're getting your stuff together. It really is a big blessing by having those two things in order. So one of the major things that we have to think about sometime is how do you look at money? How do you look at money it is so very important of your, your take on how you see money. And sometimes I ask people, you know, uh, is money good or bad? And, you know, sometimes we have a tendency to lean towards the bad if we're mismanaging it and if good, if we're, if we're living good and the money is coming in really good. But we have to understand that all money is, is a tool however you use that tool, it will work. So we have to think about it. So uh, a flathead screwdriver is designed to take screws that are flathead and being able to unscrew them. One thing with money, you have to understand all it's supposed to do is do what you tell it to do. But unfortunately, what we end up doing is getting emotionally attached to money. Because one of the Scriptures in the Word of God says the love of money is the root of all evil. Notice what that scripture says. The love of money. It doesn't say money is evil. It says the love of money is evil. That's because all money was ever meant to be was a tool. And how you use that tool predicates a lot of how we feel and how we have our emotions attached to the very thing that we call money. I always want everybody to see money as such a blessing because we can do so many great things with it, whether it's saving up for our kids, college fund, whether it's investing, whether it's uh, buying something that uh, would be a tremendous blessing to the family, such as a home or a car to get us from point A to point B, whether it's uh, buying somebody some groceries that may not have any food, uh, whether it's uh, being a blessing to, to the people that you see around you that are struggling and we manage our money right. Sometimes we have such a tug on our heart to be such a blessing to people. But if we're mismanaging our money, we can't even be the blessing that we really want to be. So you have to ask yourself that question. Man, how do I see money? Because I truly want to have a right perspective on money. I do not ever want to be stressed out by it. So ask yourself that question. How do you see money? So I... Grew up in the wonderful town of Flint, Michigan. I had uh, two parents that both worked at General Motors. Uh, so I always called myself a General Motors baby. Uh, I was truly blessed. Uh, if you let me tell it, I thought we was rich. I really did. You know, I was one of them spoiled little baby boys. And whatever I wanted, you know, my mom would bless me with it. But it was also knowing that, you know what, she worked hard. and And it took a whole lot of hard work to earn the money that she did but it was always about you know her managing greatly the money that she uh handled because my mom had five up under the roof along with her so it was me my mom my older sister my nephew and my niece so my mom was a a excellent bookkeeper of money and she handled it so well and was such a blessing to our family and i think about that all the time because i always want to say man i always don't never want my kids to come to me and if they ask me for anything, I don't never want to tell them, you know, I don't have it because I don't have enough money. I just want to be able to tell them, you know, we might not be able to have that because it's not, you know, in your best interest to have that. And that's a way better feeling than to say we don't have it. Because one of the, the many memories I would have of my mom is I didn't know it at the time when I would ask her sometime. I'm like, mom, can I have two dollars? And that would be her last two dollars for that week. And that I didn't never know that because she never let on that, you know. Uh, that was her last $2. So, I was always grateful that she would uh, partake and bless me with the money that she would give me. So, so very grateful. So, one of the last things I would love to talk about, man, is please, 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 please. Please, please have an emergency fund. Because there's always things that come up that we have no idea is going to happen. So... Uh, My tires have never told me at any time, you know, I'm about to go flat next week, so I need you to be prepared. You know, never heard the air conditioning unit say, you know what, (laughs) this antifreeze is about to run out. You better be ready to take this in and get it fixed. But some of those things that we consider as emergency are really not emergency. You know, every year at about this time, my kids always need school clothes. At about this time, every year, we know it's going to be Christmas. At this time, every year, we know there are certain birthdays that's coming up. So a lot of things sometimes that we consider emergencies aren't really emergencies. But it is beautiful to have the money for your emergency when you have an emergency. Because one of the lessons that I learned that drove me into uh, bankruptcy was we had a home. And we had four kids in there. And and my uh, ex-wife at the time, she was pregnant with one of our kids. And in the middle of July in Tucson, Arizona, the air conditioning went out. Lord have mercy. So the air conditioning unit costed $5,000 to get fixed. Now, you know that when you don't have an emergency fund, it, that makes it even worse. So we had to get the air conditioning fixed because, you know, the, the babies, you know, they need the air just as much as we needed air. So that was 5000 But let me tell you all of the other uh, unnecessary added on cost that shouldn't have been there if we would have had an emergency fund so we had to stay in the hotel for about four nights the hotel was about a buck 25 a night so you're looking at five hundred dollars in four days so five hundred dollars plus the five thousand dollar air conditioning unit wait a minute we ain't done so the the kids gotta eat we couldn't go back in the house because it was too hot to go back into the house. So you had to have meals uh, prepared for them every meal. So remember, this was four days out. Each meal was minimum on a good day. Seventy five dollars. So you're looking at seventy five times three because remember me and the wife wifey had to eat. So you're looking at two twenty five a day for food. So, 225 times four. We looking at $450. we are looking at $900 for four days. Don't forget the $500 for the hotel stay. Don't forget about the $5,000 for the air conditioning unit. Oh, and by the way, you know, because we didn't have the money, we had to pay interest on the air conditioning unit. Can I tell you what was around about the roundabout figure of how much that air condition unit cost? Nine thousand dollars. Five thousand dollar air conditioning unit costing five thousand. Why was I mean costing nine thousand? Why was that? Remember the five thousand? Don't forget the five hundred for the hotel stay. Don't forget the nine hundred for the meals. And don't forget the interest that was on the air conditioning unit. Why is it important to have an emergency fund? So in case things of that nature happen, you don't have to pay all that money. It's good to have that money in the bank. And then if something happens to you, you'll always have that emergency fund. So emergency fund immediately should be, if you can, I would say start off with a thousand dollars if it's possible. How do you come up with that? Uh some people would tell me right now, John, you didn't lost your mind, I man. I can't come up with no thousand dollars in no savings account. I say, well, take this one, we're gonna take this slowly. So I'll tell you, you know, that first time you get paid, pull one percent of your income out, put it into a savings account you say all right that wasn't that bad okay the next time you get paid put two percent of your income in a savings account ah that ain't that bad next time you get paid put three percent in your account and y'all see where i'm going with this you keep on adding it up adding it up adding it up until you get that emergency fund of a thousand dollars because there's things like inflation there's things like gas prices that went crazy food prices went crazy there's all those things that just it's what they increased and they didn't have no warning to us that, you know, what inflation's about to go up. You need to be prepared. No, they come out of nowhere. And that's the same thing we ought to do when we have our emergency fund in case something comes up. We ought to have an emergency fund. I'm I'm 2000 miles away from my mom. If I needed to fly out tomorrow because something has happened to her, the emergency fund is there. And that's what you wanna have, that kind of peace of mind where you're not stressing in case something goes down. So you always wanna have an emergency fund of at least a thousand dollars. It's a very good amount to have. And if you can't come up with a thousand, so it's what, start off with 500, but make sure you have something there. So when the emergency comes, you will be ready. Okay, fam, so just wanted to leave you with that as we deal with the financial basics track your money for 30 days to see what you got coming in and what you got going out pull up your credit report because that's something extremely important so you can know where you're at and then also make sure that you have an emergency fund this is truly the month that i really want to emphasize the basics of life i want your foundation to be so strong because all the topics we talk from here on out is to make you have a prosperous life But if we do not have a basic foundation for the areas of life that we're going to be talking about, anything you build on top of that is going to collapse. And speaking from experience, you do not want it to collapse. This is your boy, John Bacon, with another segment of Bacon Bits. And don't forget to head over to KingdomServantsFirst.com. KingdomServants, the number one, ST.com. And purchase all three books. Love you guys. See you next time.